Welcome back to It's Literally Fine Podcast with M and Maria. We are here to talk about getting out of a long-term relationship, getting back into it, what to do, what to not do, traps that you might find yourself in, and stage five clingers. But before we get into that, Maria, tell us about your week. My week was good. Um, Honestly, the prime entertainment was last night. You guys know we record on Wednesdays, so last night. Yeah. Em and I are always on FaceTime, as you guys already know this. The biggest thing was like, we were just honestly, like it was late at night. You're both doing work for respective jobs. And you were just like, literally just just on FaceTime and talking while we completed our own documents and stuff we had going on. And and all of a sudden, Em's like, oh my God, like, oh my God. And what was in your kitchen? There was a mouse. So <laughs> for a couple weeks now, we've been dealing with a mouse problem. Actually, we'll say like a couple weeks ago, we thought we cured the problem. Yeah. And got rid of all the mice. We yeah. caught three. So we're like, okay, that's got to be it. We hadn't seen one since. So we're like, they're, they've got to be gone. They're dead, whatever. And then last night, like the thing that really freaked me out the most is that I was like talking very loudly on FaceTime with Maria and this mouse was not scared at all. No. It just came running out from under the dishwasher to underneath the fridge. So I saw the movement out of the corner of my eye and I was like, oh my God, what is going on? There's another mouse. Like, am I losing it? So my roommate was actually down the hall and I was like screaming. I'm like, come shut the kitchen door. Come shut the kitchen door because I didn't want to go down the hallway and into our bedrooms. That would be brutal. And it's a big one. Like before, they were like three tiny little mice, like the three blind mice, literally. This one is like the mama. The best is like the entire time on FaceTime. She's still on phone. Coaching M how to catch this thing as if I'm some extreme exterminator. I'm like, you gotta eat a box. She's like, where am I gonna find Yeah, she's like, you need to stay calm. I'm like, honestly, it's not that simple. Like, you're not here to see this. And this guy was guy, girl, whatever, was literally behind the fridge, just peeping his head out, like taunting us haunting us oh so moral story we didn't catch the mouse but i'm not home for the next couple of days anyway so it's it's literally fine i mean i guess it's not fine for my roommate but for me i'm just like i'm just not gonna think about it so we're gonna get an exterminator to come in but which we said in the beginning should have we should have had an exterminator because there was a lot of them and clearly they're not gone so anyways crime. that was the start of pure entertainment that I is know. my job here i know just here that to is, that is entertain other than that I got to go see the alpacas this weekend. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was so much Maria fun. Maria loves alpacas. Yeah, if you guys don't know that, my favorite animal is an alpaca. I know it's a little strange, but literally, I but was she has like. stuffed animals. I do. The, I have two alpacas. little alpacas yeah. in my room. It's, it's a strange thing. Um, I was freaking out. And those baby goats, I think the, the people there thought I was like, not well in the ring. So I was like, baby goats, like <laughs> the entire time. And my boyfriend's looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, are you okay? Literally all day, just kept Basically. saying baby goats. And like, I don't I don't know why. But it was a Gina, good time. Gina the alpaca. Yeah, her name was Gina. So there were three alpacas. so cute though. I One love of the, Gina was a little crazy. She was like kicking her legs up in the air. And like, I thought she was going to screw up a little Gina point. would like, be your best friend. Because yeah. she's as crazy as you. I know. She was like kicking her legs up in the air. I'm like, you know, I want to do that right now. I want to jump in there and start kicking my legs up with you. Oh my god. So let's just leave Maria at the alpaca farm next time, Louis. You know what? I wouldn't be content. Louis, you just take your spot on the podcast. (laughs) Hi, welcome. We have Louis Tiano here. (laughs) That'd be really fun, actually. Oh my god. But yeah, I guess our weeks were pretty irrelevant other than some animal sightings. Yeah. Lots of animals this week. Lots of animals. Love animals. Don't love mice. Don't love rodents. No. Mm-mm. It's not my thing. But anyways, not. let's just get right into this. Back so to the streets we go. We are going back to the streets. Off the farm into the streets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> back to the streets. Okay. So starting to date after a long-term relationship breakup. So you thought you were going to be with this person forever. I personally experienced this. Maria has not. 
um, but have had like little things here and there that you thought were like going to be long-term things. Um, How do you navigate the dating world after you have... A so long-term here, relationship here's the contrast. Oh my god, just the mic. Here's the contrast. M came out of a long-term relationship, but I almost like also coached her back to like certain back to things. The, she coached me back. Literally, to the I'm like, yo, you gotta watch out for these people because like I, I was in the streets, so you know, at one point because it was just <laughs> like you're dating these idiots, and like it's a constant revolving door of morons coming into your life, and you're like. Now I know and I have been trained. I'm yeah. a veteran in knowing what not to look out for. You're a vet on the streets. A vet on the streets. Yeah. Um, no longer in the streets. But it's Me like, either. it's, um, it's one of those things that like, now that I've learned, like we also want to like, tell you guys what to look out for. And like, obviously like the kids who are younger than us who are listening to this, like my sister's age and all that. And I'm like, you need to watch out for these people and like yeah. this kind of guys, especially because the younger generation, they're even more immature than the ones in our generation. Yeah. But, I agree. I feel like two years on the streets, though, for me was like the perfect amount of time to realize like who the clowns are. Yeah. And who, well, actually, I only found one that's not a clown and I'm dating him. So, facts. <laughs> that's why we're dating. <laughs> yeah. So, you get him like, you get out of like a, a long term relationship or like a six month fling, whatever, whatever it, it is to you. Mm-hmm. What are the do's and don'ts when getting out of a relationship? Um, and going into like the dating like, scene like I again. think that we just like wrap this back to love and the crew maybe don't love the crew yeah um, do's I feel like just like play the field you know the thing I feel about um, people in relationships is they sometimes people come out of it and they're like I need to get back into another relationship yeah and to be no. honest it's not really the best case scenario unless like I don't know like I feel like a lot of needier people need that like they need someone constantly which is fine if that's what you want to do I personally am like the least needy the least like emotionally involved so I'm like you know what I'm gonna take this time to just be on my own and be in the streets and do whatever I want to do without anyone kind of telling me how I should be living my life so I would say the do's are just do you more so than anything else right for sure and I think the biggest thing is like once you're done with your other person that you were seeing or dating or whatever leave them in the past yeah stop bringing them into everything that you're you're trying to work towards. So that's like going on a date with someone and talking about your ex the entire time. Well, they're comfortable, or, right? That's or texting why. them when you're out at night. Like, get that needs to stop. We've all texted the ex. Everyone's done it. No one's saying they haven't. But at the same time, like, that needs yeah. to stop because that behavior is only going to deter what's going on in the future for you. But I also feel like if it didn't work out then, there's a reason for that. So you mm-hmm. shouldn't be dwelling. I mean, I'm talking like a total hypocrite because I have texted exes before and then been like, why didn't we work out? Like, yes. I know it's weird to hear that, but I actually had moments had had moments like that. So like, yeah. it's very easy to get caught up in that. I yeah. think because it's comfortable, right? Like you had all this time with this person, you know them very well. They know you. You're like they they know me. Like no one else knows me, kind yeah. of thing. You know, like all that bullshit. But it's like you broke up for a reason, yeah. so maybe not dwell and like hang around and like text the ex. Like it's funny to joke about it. Like. Yeah. Oh, I'll just text my ex later when I'm drunk, but it's not really funny. Mm-hmm. It's not good for your mental Also, health, the biggest so. thing is like by doing that, you're also hurting other people in the process. Yeah, like, so you're like when to you someone. yeah, when you get out of a relationship, it doesn't matter what it is. Like we said, doesn't matter how long you dated for, whatever it was a fling, a relationship, or whatever. If you're not ready and still not over that person, do not get yourself involved in other shit. Yeah. Or other relationships. Yeah. You're only going to hurt yourself and the person who actually like falls to liking you and all that stuff is going to get up hurt because you're going to be like, I'm not ready. I hate that. Fair. Honestly, you went all this time and you say, I'm not ready. Well, I hate those people that what? are like, you're, you're talking to that literally go that you then end up like 
ending things with and they go, yeah, I'm just like too caught up on my ex. It's like, why are you back in the streets then? The three, I don't get the it. The three biggest things I hate hearing from anyone, I'm, I, I'm not over my ex, number one. I hate that. Number two, I need to focus on myself. You're a liar. Number, <laughs> number three, number three is I'm just not ready. I'm really hurt for my past. Okay, then honestly. Then why, why did off. you start this? Why did you start this to hurt someone? Yeah. Ladies do it. Guys do it. So whatever any of you are going into a relationship, enough. Yeah. Enough. How do you Guys know Guys and girls then, both do this. Well, how would you know then like when you're ready to get back in a relationship after when you are the streets? When you have gotten whatever closure. You know, we keep yeah. saying that. It's just like so easy to put into sentences. Sorry. When are you ready to enter the streets? <laughs> the message yesterday, and this is, I have to say this, so yesterday, I was on a run. And I was like, hey man, like, are you home for a second? I'm like, no. And I sent her a picture of me like running on the street. I'm like, I'm in the streets. And she's like, are you kidding me? I was like, really? <laughs> really? Okay. Anyways, I think the biggest thing to know when you're ready is number one, when you've gotten whatever closure you need. I know a lot of people like really do need closure. I'm like, yeah, fair. Me, like, me. I get it. Like, in certain situations, like, I also need closure too because I just want to know that I can move on now and like, it's been settled and like, I've said what I've had to say and I've heard what you've had to say as well. Yeah. Um, that, and I also just think when you stop caring about what they're doing, that's when you know, like, you're over it. In yeah. a capacity, you can always care. You're always going to see what they're doing and say, oh, okay, mm, you know what I mean? You're always going to have a bit of like a, an opinion or a feeling towards that person because of whatever you've shared. Well, it's like flex on your ex. But kind of. yeah, I, I hate that. But at the same time, like it's that. like at this, you have, you just know that when, uh, when you're over it and you know that you like don't care really and you don't have feelings for them anymore, that's when you're ready to move on. No, for sure. Definitely. And I feel like you and I have really like sat and like thought about like, are we ready for this? Like we don't like to jump into things and like yeah. get ourselves all like, you know, emotionally invested because like <laughs> feelings. But I do think that like, yeah, you like closure is a big thing for people in relationships. Like I think mm -hmm. everyone knows that yeah. for me, especially like I needed closure in a lot of my past relationships. I think to like kind of give myself a peace of mind, like was it all my fault that it ended? Was it me? Was it yeah. them? What's up? Was but it you were mutual? always a very like self-reflecting person as if you had done something. Yeah, 100%. It was very Thank like Thank you that. for saying that. I really appreciate that. Yes, I agree with you. I know you will. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think so too. Like, it's true. And that's the thing. Like, that's the difference between M and I. Like, there was a lot of things where I was like, you don't want this. I don't want this. I'm out. And I'd be, I'd piece yeah. it with, before you could say stop. Like, it was like gone. But M was very like, and because she has such a big heart too, like M would put things on herself when she shouldn't have. And that's the one thing like people should know going forward is like, don't do that. Cause it's not always your fault. A relationship's 50-50. This is so cute. I'm like literally loving this episode. Just keep it going. <laughs> Let's keep it going. I'm just pumping the tires this morning. But it's true. Because a lot of people feel like they've done something when the relationship was ending. Yeah. But there's just a reason. Relationships are 50-50. You might have done something, fair. But at the same time, like, it's not always one person. No, and it fault. obviously ended for a reason. Like, it wasn't meant to be. End of story. What miss? What misses you? What is that sign saying? <laughs> what? Uh, what's meant for you won't miss you. What's Shout meant out for my you boy. won't miss you. <laughs> You're always saying that. There you go. Yeah. Louis Tiano. Yeah, he always says that. So then when you're getting back into yeah. relationships and dating, how to know when you're getting trapped into something, Ooh, the, thing the, guy, the things guys say to get you to think they want something more when they really don't. Guys, no offense, are players. We all know this. And they're very good at manipulating girls. Girls are also good at manipulation. Don't get me wrong. But guys are just like, you know, better. It's true. And that's like the one thing, like, 
when you were in your relationships, like I dealt with a lot of this. And I remember like kept, I kept coming to M and being like, hey, like he's saying all these things, like he really likes me and all this stuff. And she's like, just be careful, be careful, be careful. Because I'm very naive. Like I believe that everyone's yeah. a good person when they're not. So, I believe that too, but I 100%, I think I can recognize manipulation more yeah. than you can. Oh, for sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like I'm like, yo, what is this guy saying to me right now? <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, that's so nice. But like, I don't also <laughs> want like to give you guys the idea that like my first relationship, there was a lot of manipulation. There no, wasn't. It no. was my second one that was like just literally like, a fester of manipulation. Yeah. Like, that was the whole relationship. So, so like, the, the things that guys and girls both say to get you to where they want in a certain sense is, like, they always say, like, oh, I can't wait to, like, date you or take you here and then never do it. Yeah. Fair. The one thing, like, I will say is actions speak louder than words when it comes to relationships. When someone says they want to take you out and then pieces for, like, a week and doesn't ask you or text you or see how you are, they do not care. Yeah. And there's been many times where Em and I have been promised a date or been told they want to take us out and they peace. And I'm sure it's happened to whoever's watching or listening this to this. Oh my God. It's a big thing. Think about it. I was reflecting the other day on like some of my high school relationships that are just so like long ago, like so long ago, but like just like had the biggest effect on me in that time frame. And like some of my exes that I used to talk to that were like so manipulated. Yeah. And I was like, can I just just like narrow it on yeah, like one yeah, little story yeah. really quickly? So like I was I was talking to this guy when I was in high school and he was a year, two years older than me. Okay. And he was off at university. He went to Brock and I was like Shut <laughs> up, <bro. laughs> I was finishing my grade 12 year. He was in yeah. second year university. Yeah. And uh, he made it seem like we were literally going to date, okay? His parents were principals along with my parents. At, like, they knew each other. I'm like, wow, this would be amazing, like, if we, like, got to be together. Yeah. I was so invested in this guy. I think you know who I'm talking about as soon as I start going with it. But he made it seem like we were going to date, whatever. I find out through Twitter when I had Twitter back oh, then God. and when Twitter was huge. Yeah. This other girl in my grade was talking to him too because she made a status or a tweet, sorry, being like, can't wait for you to come home from university, babe. And I was like, huh? this could be anyone. But I was like, that's kind of weird. Saw we had mutual people that we followed and had on Facebook. And I was like, no way, it's the same person. So I confronted him about it. And he was like, yeah, you know, I've been talking to her too. I'm sitting here like thinking that we're like going to date. Like we're going to get married. Like in my head, I'm like, yeah, he's the one for me. I was like so in love with this guy broke my heart but then keep in keep in mind here that the manipulation just kind of continued on but that's on you I feel like when you're stuck in it you don't know that you're getting trapped literally what yeah. we're talking about because at Christmas he's like hey do you want to come over on Christmas Eve and we can chill and like hang out watch movies I'm like yeah of course go he literally kisses me by and is like um he says something like I'm so happy with you or like I, I want to be with you didn't hear from him again yeah, it's all the game. Didn't hear from him again. He kisses me by in the car and I never heard from him again. So I text him like four days later. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like kind of a weird, what's going on? Like, wh why haven't you texted me? Yeah, you know, I just want to let you know I've been talking to someone else. So we can't talk anymore. Four days have passed. Four. It's all a game. Please tell me how that works. And then go down the pipeline. I move into a new place downtown after, like this is over a couple of years of this, like manipulation over a couple of years. He's texting me, I want to come visit you in Toronto and all this shit. And then he gets a girlfriend a week later. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's a master manipulator. Master. And now they're engaged. So happy for you guys. Congratulations. It's just like wild. <laughs> it's really wild to see things like that 
come down the pipeline. It's so true. This guy literally what made me think that I was going to marry him. And now I, uh, anyways, honestly, it's don't believe people. No, don't. And it's, it's all like a really big game. And like, Em and I have been in multiple situations like, like that. Like there was once in Montreal and you know exactly who I'm talking about. Camo pants. Oh my. Yeah, camo we have nicknames, pants. camo pants. Yeah. Uh, so guys wear camo pants all the time. That's the first why. time I ever saw him was in camo pants. Yeah. So I gave um, him that nickname. I'll never forget this. We had gone away and he kept saying, oh my God, I want to uh, like you. I want to be with you. I really yeah. like you. All yeah, this stuff, this. whatever. Anyways, we had gone away uh, with like a bunch of people. And one night I was just having a conversation with um, one of my guy friends at, at a bar. And I kept getting ice cubes thrown at me because he didn't want me talking to the people. And then later on that night, I had to do it. Oh yeah, I walked around the bar and he was making out with another girl. And then I found him in his friend's room with that same girl that night. And I'm like, what are you doing? If you, what are you saying? Like, don't don't mess with me. If you're, you're telling me all these things, you want to be with me, then go and do that. You can tell Maria's getting wound up and she's like flailing her arms <laughs> like a crazy person. Honestly. Anyways, that's no, the thing. That's guys true, though, like, that's say that they're only talking to you and so do girls. Girls, girls, we all know you do this. Done this once or twice. Don't say you're talking to someone or talking, sorry. Don't tell the person you're talking to that's the only person you're talking to when you're talking to 10 other people. You're going to hurt yourself? Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that, though. I think I've been pretty transparent. I haven't, but I know a lot of people have. You know, like, in those moments, I was like, I'm just single, so I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Not anymore. But But you know what's funny? Is down the road years later. Em and I, it's been in the past, like, year or two. Em and I have both received messages from guys apologizing to us about how they treated us. I've received two this year. Yeah. Same. (laughs) We... And I remember, I'm like, what? Because, first of all, you forget about that these people exist. And then you're like, hold on. Why are you apologizing three years later? Let's circle back to the first episode of the podcast this season where I talk about being ghosted by a child. (laughs) I received a text message about two months after the incident of us, like, not talking ever again, not seeing each other. That was like, hey, Em, I don't expect you to answer this. I'm going to paraphrase this. I don't expect you to answer this. Um, However, I just want to say I'm really sorry for the way that I handled things. Uh, I was very immature to handle things the way that I did. And you didn't deserve that. I just felt things were going in a different direction. I didn't want that. So I was a pussy and just didn't talk to you. But I wanted to say that I'm sorry. I I never responded. Because what the flying frickery (laughs) would I have responded back to that? Hey, all good. No, I just don't care. You know? Oh, I know. Like, oh, I know. I don't know. I know. It's just funny because, like, if you guys listen to the first season and I preach this, I think almost every episode. If you don't want it, don't do it. Don't get yourself involved. Why ghost people when you can just say, hey, I'm not feeling you. I don't like you the way I thought I did. I'm sorry. I'd rather just let you go and live your life instead of having a guilty uh, aura around you that you did something. Honestly. Grow up. Anyways. Anyways, going back to traps here. I just also want to shed some light on like getting trapped in relationships Ah. that you don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, This has happened to me time or two mm-hmm. my most recent experience was actually my psychotic ex that we talked about in the summer that told me i was dumb and needed saved by jesus <clears throat> sorry um <laughs> praise the lord we actually got in a relationship on the dvp in a car because this is the way that it went so if you don't date me we're not ever going to talk again 
I'm like, so we're just, if I don't date you right now, like I don't say yes right now, we're never going to date again. Yeah, no. no, we can't. We just can't do it. We have to be dating or nothing at all. I'm like, okay. So he because I actually was invested in this guy, sadly, I then was like, okay, well, I guess we're dating then. That's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Trapped quite literally in a car in traffic on the DVP. But it's not even that. He, that was like the first sign. The biggest sign was like when One Em and I many. were talking about like the relationship. Like, I don't know if many people know the term gaslighting. I didn't know it until I met Maria. Yeah. So. So gaslighting, like to give you, like, I have like the full definition, but I'm going to paraphrase yeah, it. Right. But to Let's be go. honest, like it's when someone makes you really question like your sanity, your reality and what you've done. And it makes you think that like you've done something when you haven't. So it makes you feel confused. No, I don't think so I've for- ever experienced that actually. Mm-hmm. Like, never. No. Sarcasm. What what happened? So when M, I had originally, when she had told me about like the situation, I'm like, dude, he's gaslighting you. And she's like, what does that mean? (laughs) So there were multiple situations where like you guys would go out and then he would tell you you did something when you didn't. Oh my God. I'm going to freak. I'm literally going to freak out. I just remembered all these things. Yes. Keep going. So there was one night, I'm just going to... Yeah, please. Maria, you tell it from your point so of view. So there, there was one night when I was telling you, she's like, dude, like there was one night, you know, like we were drinking and then the next day we got in a really big argument because she's like, he told me that I had like cheated on him or like kissed someone or was flirting with someone. And I'm no, like, no, pardon? Well, wasn't yeah, that was one of them. Wasn't that was it? one of them. Yeah. But that actually, no, I did actually do that. <laughs> I did do that. We weren't dating at that time. It was the night when we went to the music festival when we were visiting his family that he told me that I was like acting psychotic. Okay, sorry. Stuff. Yeah, I'm mixing up the situation. Yeah. Anyways, regardless, he was telling her that she had done something when she hadn't. And her friends were like, no, like you didn't do that. So what he was doing was trying to make M look like a, look and feel like a bad person so that she would play victim to him and he would feel superior. So I would just apologize and apologize and apologize because I felt so badly about it. So that's one thing that I want everybody to to learn and really like, like point out in their relationships or whatever they have, because I've seen guys be gaslighted and I've seen girls be gaslighted because girls can say, well, you were talking. It's literally like, for example, like, well, you said something that had a bit of a different connotation. Like, no, I didn't. But, and they make, then you question what you're doing and you're like, oh my God. So really just learn that because a lot of people do it and that's something that people get trapped into and they're in this relationship where they constantly feel like they're doing something wrong and they constantly feel like they gotta do better and be better and and treat them better and it's like you're just doing the best that you can no so really learn that term that Um, really like that relationship opened my eyes to so many things like so much so many lies, so much manipulation, so much gaslighting. Like there was, there was more than one occasion that he would say that I did something that I found out later on months later that I never did. And I was like, mind blown. I'm like, this can't be, it's okay. I'm like, this can't be real life. Like this guy told me all these things, you know, like it's just, that's like a mind game in itself. It's true. And that's why like, I kind of want to go back to this because you and I had previously spoken on the podcast about people doing their research. Mm-hmm. before you go into dating. And like, fair. If you're trying to put up a biography of someone before you start dating them, like, what are you doing? But you can always ask around. It's happened. Because like, I've, I... We talked about how we asked, like that guy asked around. Yeah. Random guy. He basically was putting out an ad for information. <laughs> He's like, here's my, here's her face. This is how tall she is. Her eye color. You know what, what she likes to do on the weekend. Her occupation. So tell me, have you seen you this woman? You know what woman? it's like? You know what it's like? Those paper ads you see where you pull a number. And it's like, call if you know information. <laughs> Cheating. Hey, I got some info uh, for you. Encounters at the bar. 
drunk. <laughs> Have you seen her? Like, frig, man. But I know that, like, if you're getting out of a relationship and then you you meet this person, whatever you do, and you know that they're, like, people know them and they have, like, kind of a certain rep to them. If there are a lot of people, when you're telling them, hey, I'm texting this person or, hey, I'm talking to this person, and they're like, e, watch out, I'd suggest you watch out. And there's been multiple times, like, even I've told my sisters and Emma before, and I'm like, hey, like, guess who I'm texting? And they're like, what? Whoa. Watch out. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Am I being naive? Like, why? It's not bad. It's fine. Have you ever done that to me? Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Multiple times. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't do it. (laughs) Which leads us into our next little subtopic here. Yeah. Stage five clingers. Ah, the ones we got to watch out for. Yep. We got a stage five clinger? <laughs> Roger? Roger, Roger, Roger that. Get out of here. Wow, we're actually really funny. We really can't lie. Hit me. Thanks. Perhaps so, not. stage five clingers, what they look like. Um, well, I mean, stage five clingers. They don't have usually, an actual look. No, they're in your DMs, though, a lot, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're everywhere that you're at. Ev- Ooh, I have a story, but I don't know if I can sell it on the pod. If it's going to expose them, I probably wouldn't do that. Well, it won't expose anyone, but, like, there was a guy that would follow me around to every bar. Huh. Remember? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Recent. Not recent, but, like, kind of recent. So, yeah, that would be a stage five clinger. Um, he turned out to be psychotic yeah. in another way. But uh, but stage five clingers sometimes don't start as stage five clingers. No. The biggest thing, like, the stage five clinger could be your ex. It could be someone you've talked to once or twice. It could be someone you had a fling with for three months. People get so obsessive when it comes to that, like, it, it, things not working out. Or they want you so bad, they'll do anything to get you. But being There's, a stage five clinger turns me off. It does. Like, I've never dated a stage five clinger Mm-mm. that it was a, a clinger already before dating them. Because Mm-mm. it turned me right off of them. I'm like, you are way too needy and we are not even dating yet. Can you imagine if we were together? The beginning stages of talking to someone are very like tap your foot into the water, <laughs> test it out. If you go like full force, you're running head first into the wall. Like, what are you, you doing? You don't know you're what's below scare you. scare the person away. And that's the thing is like, so for example, like a stage five clinger, if they start following you around or if they start calling you all the time or texting you all the time and you're giving them the hints like back off, chill, mm-hmm. you got to get yourself out of them, throw them the block, throw them the delete the number. Get them out of your area. Yeah, 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 they got to go. They got to go and it's never going to work out. They got to know that. If you're going to act like that genuinely, mm-hmm. like it's not going to work. No. You need to give people space. That's, so, like, that's like why I think it worked out with Brad and I. Brad is the most like, go with the flow, chill. Mm-hmm. He's like not up my Shout ass. Shout out Brett's at Like, yeah, like he's not up my ass. Like he's literally just like hanging out chilling he's like you text me when you want to text me and that's why it worked out in the end and now we're dating because we're a great balance Mm -hmm. but I can't do the psychotic energy of like being super needy you know that you've known that about me from like since we met yeah I just can't I get very overwhelmed and very turned off quickly like within the snap of finger so how to get them out of your dms or wherever they are if they constantly and you're trying to be nice and you're like and you're just liking the message and they continue to answer or you're just like you know they they continue to just be around and you're not responding. What I would kindly say to do is respond and be like, hey, I appreciate all the messages that you're sending to me, but honestly, like, 
I would rather you stop because I just don't feel comfortable with you continuously messaging me. They'll, that is the, the most mature and kind way to just tell them to kindly go fly a kite. Yeah, and I feel like, to be completely honest, stage five clingers have really shown themselves during the pandemic. Holy. Like, quarantine did them dirty mm-hmm. because they are even needier than they were before. So the DMs are even more flooded with them because they have no one else, nothing else to really yeah. do or talk to, you know? So I feel like that I, that didn't really do stage five So what five happens if an ex turns into a stage five clinger? How Thankfully, do you get, I've how never do you had get, that. Uh, hmm. I've never had a stage five clinger ex. Not real. No. Hmm. Not that I can think of. Have you? I wouldn't call them a stage five clinger. I just think they weren't over it. But and then again, at the end of the day, well, I I, I, know you're, I think I know who you're thinking yeah. of, and I think he's yeah. just never going to be over it. So. No. Um. At the end of the day, like it's just um to get the ex away, you honestly have to just be like stop. I'm over you. Get over it, and literally delete them off everything. That's like the best way to do it. I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's really hard yeah. with exes because like they just don't want to ever leave sometimes. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't ever want to experience a clingy ex because I feel like that would just be really bad energy. So I'm glad that I haven't experienced that. But yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge... I mean, actually, we all know that I like to block people on Instagram. Yeah. The fact that I said block someone's kind of surprising because I just... Yeah. I mean, I've, I've kind of moved away from that. I'm a little bit less stressed now, a little bit high, uh, like less high anxiety. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I haven't really like turned that way to solve my problems anymore but um yeah I mean I feel like if they're if they are clingy then yeah I would do that I would just be like block bye because like why 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 would you want to keep saying them stop leave me alone please leave me alone yeah in your dms you know but yeah I guess that's like our take on being back in the streets dealing with stage five and we hope that you guys can go back to the streets if you I mean no one's saying go back to the streets and just like you know, but um, we're just, we just hope that you can like get out there and do your thing soon. And hopefully COVID ends. Um, yeah. All you single gals and guys get back out there. Mm-hmm. King West is waiting for you and all the trolls. Oh, the trolls. All the trolls. But yeah. Well, yeah. We appreciate it. So we hope you guys have a good week and shout out to everyone who entered our contest with Dunk yeah. this past week. We congratulations to the winner. We just hope that like everyone enjoyed it. We have tons of giveaways coming up and Stay tuned for a really important release coming out. Just got to put that out there. I'm excited. Very exciting. So just, just, we are just really, stay tuned. really pumped about it. And um, I'm like really bad at keeping secrets and Maria knows this. Mm-hmm. I like, I just, I want to tell everyone now, I know. but I know we can't. So I know. I know. No, no, no. We're holding it off. But we hope you guys are excited as we are. Something big is coming. We appreciate you guys each and every week. We hope you guys enjoyed this warm weather. That's get outside. Let's come out and get outside. Get some fresh air. We love you guys. Peace Bye, and blessings. Guys. See ya. Bye.